as we know. I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in New York, New York. And I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles, California, with some science news, which, as far as we know, is exclusive to this podcast. We at Getting Through This have not normally focused on evolutionary biology, but we cannot ignore the evidence of Australian researchers that humans are undergoing a microevolution and evolving, as we speak, faster than at any point in the past 250 years. A study in the Journal of Anatomy says more babies are being born without wisdom teeth and an, and an extra artery in their arm, extra bones in their legs, or with smaller jaws and shorter faces. The study suggests fewer teeth in human mouths can be attributed to the human faces getting shorter and the mouths getting smaller. Experts say they believe changes in the human body could be the norm by 2100. And it suggests, Scotty, that Steven Tyler and Carly Simon are earlier forms of humanoids. <laughs> we thought people from the future would have enormous foreheads and puny bodies, but actually they're going to look much more like the senator from Colorado, Michael Bennett. <laughs> well, Tommy, uh, if, I, if I didn't know better, I would think you were moonlighting as an editor at the Journal of Anatomy. I mean, how else could you provide our podcast listeners with such breaking evolution news that is not being covered in the mainstream media? Now, as the son of a dentist, I am concerned about the forecast for people having less teeth. And I also wonder if not having wisdom teeth will have an effect on the average intelligence of human beings. And since, Tommy, there are undoubtedly still evolution deniers in this country, expect to see these fiery pundit debates in the coming months and years as Fox News hosts angrily insist that our faces and mouths are not going to look any different 80 years from now. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's going to uh, that's going to be egg on their uh, small mouthed faces. <laughs> let me uh, uh, let me assure you of that, Scotty. And science says that, actually. It's not just me. You know, Scotty, my wife says she has a small mouth and that's why she says she doesn't talk as much as I do. Because I have what she describes as a big mouth. Yeah. Well, I fear she may be right. Scotty, in the future, humans will look back at earlier forms of humanoids like myself the way they, will they, will they look back the way they regard the Neanderthal? Fascinating, significant, but would you want your daughter to marry one? <laughs> Scotty, on the plus side, this evolutionary news points to the fact that I, Tom Saunders, maybe, must be, a living fossil of an earlier stage in earlier human evolution. That means that, Scotty, right now, today, you don't have to go to the Museum of Natural History to view a still-life panorama featuring reproduction of Big Mouth Man <laughs> showing off his wisdom teeth and featuring his longer face, fewer arm arteries, and leg bones. Yeah. Scotty, you, you can observe me a living, breathing specimen of a more primitive life form. Should I charge admission? Should I hire a carnival barker to stand outside my home and yell, step right up? More questions than answers, Scotty. Well, moving on to related science news, Tommy. I have received yet another email from the Nobel Prize. <gasps> Nobel Prize. Once again, Tommy, I couldn't tell specifically from the email if we were selected to receive a Nobel Prize, uh, although it did list all the other winners, including our faves, uh, Ms. Charpentier and Dudna for chemistry. And Tommy, 
there was a marvelous thing in the email. The words of Jennifer Dudna reminds me of what you and I think about this very podcast. Jennifer said, quote, we had a sense that we were on to something big, unquote. Oh, I'm just getting something in off the off the wire. This just in. Mm, we did win, Tommy. We, we did wow. win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can laugh about it now, but when you when you just said it a, a, a fraction of a second ago, I was well, I felt a great deal of disappointment. And it, it wasn't just Scotty, if I can just sort of uh, un, unravel this podcaster's hot take on what you just told me and told our podcast listeners that we did we were not nom- we were not winners this year. But as I discussed yesterday, and it's even more true today, the truth is we never really nailed down a venue in Oslo for the Nobel party or, or even the after party, mm, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel a certain amount of relief. We discussed that yesterday and I'm, I'm glad we did because uh, it may, it, it, that fact in a way, it's almost a relief that we didn't win. Well, That is a good point, Tommy, because had we gotten that, I mean, just think of the situation. I'd be reporting to you breathlessly. We got it. We got the email. I'd be waving it in the air, which is hard to do, but I would hold up the computer to the left. Yeah, and wave it. And wave, wave it back and forth. The yeah. left side. Yes, that would be hard. And uh, we got it. We got it. We, we won. Yeah. You know, and then uh, all that. And then we'd be going, oh, yeah. what are we going to wear? This is going to be great. And then it hits us. No no venue for the party <laughs> no or after party. Then it becomes, oh, we got to go. And then we're checking. Hi, we, we need to think we've won. Well, you should have called much better because it's all booked. Everyone else yeah. was announced yesterday. Yeah. Fortunately, wow. they speak English, which yeah. is that that much. It'll 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 help us out. Yeah, it'll move it along a little bit. But uh, yeah, you know, and that's what a thing is. So we had a second to celebrate, and then immediately yeah. thrust into anxiety about where do we get for the party and the afterwards. So yeah. really, as you say, Tommy, not winning, not having to book the hall. I think ultimately, at least for now. Is a, is a better way to go, I think. Well, you know what? It's a, it's a bittersweet sort yeah. of uh, uh, loss. Uh, bitter in the sense that we lost, but sweet in the sense that we won't look like idiots <laughs> because we don't have a venue for the after party. Yeah. So, uh, and by the way, Scotty, not to be a grievance groveler, but the sad fact, Scotty, that there still is no Nobel Prize for podcasting category, that obviously puts us at a disadvantage. Yes. Right now, I mean, fortunately, there's the Peace Prize for which we will certainly be content. We should have been contenders this year. Obviously, we'll, you know, next year maybe our year. I'm not going to jinx it by saying it will happen, but and that obviously provided we manage to achieve our personal goal as a podcast and as human beings of not starting any world wars or even skirmishes between warring warring nations. And what sets us apart, Scotty, is that. We encourage others to do the same and be like that. Is that so hard, world? Well, I think we're already accomplishing something by doing that, Tommy, whether or not we get the word. And by the way, hey, shout out to the World Food Organization for copying the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. And and boy, do they deserve <laughs> those guys and gals. They, uh, you know, they're not always grabbing the limelight. They don't do the late night. Shows. No, they don't. They just do the work. Uh, yeah. Food is look, food is the key to peace, you know, and, and, and it, it really yeah. is. It's and, and, and it's important. Even even at war, you got to have food. So, uh, <laughs> no, food is is uh, is a big deal. So I, I don't I don't begrudge their their victory. 
any any more than than I resent uh, the the lovely Jennifer and and Emmanuel. Oh yes, uh, well, I I, I I I revel in their in their joyous uh, joyous. Well, that sets us apart yet again, Tommy. And I think, and again, that's uh, look, uh, that's what's going to make us look even better in the eyes of the Nobel people because we love. The, we said this right from the beginning. We just love the the Nobel Prize. We love. I love getting the email, even though it didn't have our winning. Uh, award in there and, uh, well, we, we pull for look of course jennifer and uh, and and uh, emmanuel we pull for but all of them so we're yeah we were pulling for them we no, wanted no, them to I, win yeah i'm not saying i can't believe that roger penrose reinhard genzel and andrea gez won the physics prize <laughs> you know i wouldn't say it that way i mean oh yeah they discovered a supermassive compact <laughs> object in the center of the galaxy well we're big whoop you know, I don't know. We don't do that. We go, wow, that's amazing. They discovered a super. That's right. We don't, we don't resent them. We're, and also the fact that we're, we're it, it helps that we are not um, trying ourselves to get a Nobel Prize in physics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not at, not this year. That's not our thing for this. Year. No, no. Uh, 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 so so but 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 you're right, though, we, we we that wouldn't necessarily stop us from being embittered about the fact that somebody else won a Nobel Prize and we did, yeah. regardless of what category. Yeah, and I, I don't want to, you know, but I think there are people out there now, whether it's literature or chemistry or physics, who, who may be doing that. And, and so that's the beauty, Tommy. We belong to all fields. So we can be happy for everyone and also be considered for all these awards next year. Well, Scotty, you know, it's as, as somebody who is probably on the, you know, uh, 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 the waning uh, side of evolution, you know, speaking as somebody who, yeah, I mean, I, I am a more primitive life form and I, I salute all the small mouthed people who uh, of the future. But I, I, I sort of kind of wanted to left, leave my, well, leave our mark on the planet before we were completely uh, replaced by the small mouthed ones. <laughs> you know, that, I, I guess that was part of it, too. You know, yeah, that. that you know, I mean, we could just show, hey, this is what we big mouth people did before we were eventually evolved well, into. Well, we spirit. do have 80 years if, if it goes to schedule. So we do have time for that. <laughs> By the way, a couple of corrections as we do. It's the World Food Program, and it's spelled the way we love it. P-R-O-G-R-A-M-M-E. So international. Uh, I, I was hoping. Oh, I love it. I was praying that that's the case, Scotty. So that means it's a British. It's British, and I love it. World program. So Australia. The other spelling would be, it would be very important still, but it'd be sort of a little more, uh, oh yeah, the world food. Oh, yeah, I sent to them last year. Like, you know, the world folk program. I love it. And here's another, even more important, Tommy. I mm. believe that at least I referred to our, our friend uh, Emmanuel as Carpentier, Instead of uh, uh, Charpentier, so it's a C-H. So there's a little mistake there. Uh, well, I'm glad you walked it back, yes. Scotty, because one of the worst things that can happen to a to not just a, a man, but a, a woman as well, and as a trans person too, <laughs> is that you leave, uh, uh, leave people the impression that you don't know how to pronounce a person's name. And you just, and, and especially in this age where, Everything, everything we say in this podcast are, is going to be recorded for and and left and left to posterity for at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, that uh, can you imagine people? If, uh, okay, let's just not even think. Let's say nine hundred years from now, they listen to this podcast on whatever platform is, you know, the modern thing at that time. Yeah, and. 
they hear uh, uh, Carpentier, huh? What's that? You know, yeah, yeah. They, it, right, and 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 they because it, it it confuses the the uh, the armchair historian. Uh, uh, pro- the armchair historian is probably going to be okay. I'm right. worried more about the 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 uh, professional uh, history buff, you know, uh, the professional history writer. I mean, like yeah, the, yeah. Well, no, know. he would know. And they don't have arm. They don't have. They're not armchairs. They sit in, in in side chairs with no arms, like an Eames a fiberglass shell chair because they're very alert in their writing. Yeah. The armchair ones, they're just relaxing, reading the paper, smoking a pipe. They're not professional, so no. they can afford to be more comfortable. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 and so they don't get thrown off by a lot of the, the, no. uh, the mispronunciations. I actually am going to say, I, I think because you corrected it, I don't think we're going to have that kind of problem. I worry about the people who don't correct their pronunciation yeah. on, on podcasts. And they leave it to, to, you know, it's almost like, okay, I don't care. I don't care what, what a person's name, uh, how a person's name is pronounced. I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. Uh, those types, and again, Scotty, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions. That's, that's uh, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to hold off on that. I don't want to get into that kind of, that, that, you know, Kamala Kamala kind of uh, yeah no no and some people it's, it's all intent on me and by the way casting aspersions is one hard it's much easier to cast a, a sitcom uh, yeah you, you just got certain types oh here, here's the here's the dad the goofy clueless dad that's right here's the nice mom uh but casting aspersions and do you go union or non-union aspersions right. and that cuts into the pool yeah no no uh, uh, well and, and let's be clear it's not that easy to if you've ever cast a sitcom yeah, you, you you want the goofy dad, but everybody wants the goofy dad. So you're always going up after that small and ever shrinking pool of actors who can really play the goofy dad, like really nail it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's not that easy to cast a sitcom, but what you're saying is that it's even harder to cast aspersions. Yeah. No, there is because people can't even agree exactly what you're looking for then by casting aspersions, so you have to figure that out, and then yeah. it, it's a whole uh, it's a whole thing. But Tommy, I must say, too... I, I, and by the way, if I can just drill yeah. down on, yes. when you say it's a whole thing, you don't say that lightly. No, 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 you no. You figured it out. You, you, uh, can I just make no. this point, Scotty, that, yes, that there's a lot of research that goes into uh, the, the uh, that goes into the process before you can pronounce something as a whole thing right and it's I not want that to be clear yeah and it's not the same as the whole enchilada that's that's right really different. right the whole not, ball of wax they're both not totally different not that well, that's a different well yeah yeah different. no this is yeah. you've thought about this so yeah. it's not just you're not just tossing it off I, if i were a student i would say mark that down it will be on the test exactly and what basically what i'm saying is this is too weighty this is too much we have yeah. to carve out a whole part of the year to address this. So I'm not, I'm going to move on because it's not fair to <laughs> discuss it this way, but I will say, yeah. you know what we talk about, we've invented, you know, we say mm-hmm. we want there to be a podcast award, obviously they're actually the economic sciences Nobel, which I didn't think existed. This is by the way, hope that there will be a podcast Nobel because I think this is a new award. And they, these guys, Paul Milgram and Robert Wilson won for improvements to auction theory yeah, I saw the that new auction format. I, wow, I, that's a I, nice kind of popular commercial one. It's sort of you're not kidding. Yeah, that, there's 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 a Nobel Prize we can all sort of really appreciate and benefit from because who hasn't 
at least if we either gone to an auction or seen an auction on TV yeah. and experienced the excitement of people bidding against things and, and beginning against each other. And, and sometimes they bid too high. And you're saying that, that, that there's something called an auction theorist, which is an amazing occupation. I never even heard of, yeah. but now I wish I had studied auctioneering in college and that there could be theories of auctioneering and that you could win a Nobel. So why is it if there's a Nobel Prize for auctioneering theory, why not a Nobel Prize for podcasting? Well, exactly. And when I saw that, I looked at it in a plus positive way. I didn't say, as uh, snarky people would, oh, I can't believe they give me an award for auction theory with that voice, saying no. Yeah. They're, on, they're no. probably saying in the committee, we need to make it more still significant but also uh, means to the people, they understand. So I think that's the Norwegian accent. So yeah, no, that was good. Science and auction, everybody knows auctions. And yet it's a yeah. new format and they're using insights to design new auction formats and, and all that. So I think it's a step yeah. much closer to the podcast being awarded, right. I think. Well, I, wa I want to just say that, that um, uh, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I see what you're saying. So that if they can give, uh, let's just I, I just want to boil what down what you said, because you said a lot of things. Yes. Uh, but I, I, as far as I can tell, and I think our listeners are listening and this is an exciting news. If they can have a a Nobel Prize for auction theory, theorizing or auction theory, I don't know what, how it what the uh, Norwegian words are, if they can do that, of course, they can have a Nobel Prize for podcastery. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Because we could do a podcast about auction theory. And that would be, well, we actually we do our podcast about all the other award winning categories. So, yeah. clearly, at well, least for us, and we should be the first only because we've paved the way. Well, exactly. And, and I, as far as I can say, um, call me, you know, maybe I'm speaking out of school here, but we're doing a, po a, a, a podcast about auction theory right now, right this very soon. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about auction theory. I, I hadn't thought about that. And, and what, by the way, I wonder what they came up with. And again, this is speculative auction theory, yeah. which, which no other podcast will even touch. They won't even go near speculative. Auction no, theory, no, no. But that's what we're doing. We're taking it on right now, Scotty. And I, I just want to speculate. Would it be something like, uh, you know, don't uh, uh, bid higher and, and then keep bidding until you uh, think you've run, you, you, you can't afford it anymore. And then you stop bidding. That seems like that would be basic. Well, that would have been a basic one. And that, I, that seemed like I don't know if you get a Nobel Prize. Well, then also there's the, always the classic fast talking guy. Like, remember the, the lucky filter? Yeah, lucky. And there was one lucky filters for lucky. Yeah. And it was sold American because they would sell this to American tobacco. And that's what we thought was every auctioneer sounded that way. Yeah. And they are. Well, are they theorizing that that's a good thing or that people auctioneers could speak even faster? Well, very briefly, they do say they've used their insights to design new auction formats for goods and services that are difficult to sell in a traditional way, such as radio frequencies. Now, that's an yes, that's what I understand. Yeah. So th the reason that we have uh, um, our, our uh, la you know, our computers, our laptops, our phones, uh, especially our phones work so well, 5G is because of them, because they figured out how to auction off uh, radio frequencies yeah. for, for phone. Uh, use. And you don't probably sit there in a tux raising your card. It's a different 
kind of a thing. Do I hear? What do I hear for this? Uh, right, the deer, deer nudging, you know, and uh, all right. Ryan. Or show up at the pen, you know, like at, at the where they're auctioning off cattle and, <laughs> and folks dressed up in their in their bib overalls and, <laughs> right. and, 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 and raising their hands. No, it's not like that. No, it's guy. not Sotheby's uh, either where you're, you know, dress, dressed to the nine. So it is. But can I tell you, it's quickly telling my experience as, yep. yes, an auctioneer now, Again, I, I have such repeat. Sorry, Scotty, that we, we had a, a, a sudden murmur. No, I know it is said. shocking to me too, because it does require a very specific skill. I was once asked to do a stand-up routine at, and, and then they say, okay, we're gonna have you do the auction, you know, make it a little funny. Well, I've learned that it uh being funny is really nothing to do with you know, I mean I got last in between, <laughs> but then I lose my place. And I didn't know where we were, what number we were at, or what it was. And I would joke about what we were auctioning off, and kind of. So it really is a good idea not to have a comedian for that, you know. Yeah. So well, that's on the guy who said whatever his job was, who said, "Hey, you're the comedian. Why don't you auction too? Like, yeah. why didn't they get a real auction? Well, exactly. But, yeah, let me do my but, thing. But you're saying, yeah. Scotty, try. Let's try to recreate the situation because yeah. this is almost a this American life kind of a yeah. story where. Uh, you know, a, 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 the, the topic being um, the, uh, suddenly they wanted me to do something that I didn't know how to do. That would be the topic yeah. of these stories. And uh, Scotty, this is a brilliant one. Let's set the stage and, and try to uh, describe the place where this happened. And then we'll drill down and what yeah, happened. It was, obviously where was, was it? it was a fundraiser. I don't recall for what, but it was probably in a a ballroom type uh, modified ballroom in New in York. New York, and again, I think they said you do a stand-up thing, which went very well, and then stick or stay around, and you do the auction. Now I did do that once. So you knew that in advance. Oh, I did know that in advance, and I thought, how hard could it be? And I didn't, didn't yeah, really. That's it. How? Yeah. That's the name of the show. Yeah. How hard could exactly? It be? That's a great. That, it's like it's like how people who are who have taken on tasks that turn out to be disastrous. So. Okay, how many people in the room, and could you describe their apparel? I think it was a. It wasn't a tux, but I think it was a dressier crowd. I will say, just as an dressier aside, not crowd. this story. I did do once at the Manhattan Punchline, which we've talked about many times, and that one, I think it did lend itself. It was. Uh, it wasn't as a high stakes. Right, thing. right. You know, it was a creative. Crowd. Okay, yeah. well, we'll get yeah, to the but punchline. This one was, uh, Let's stay, stay with yeah, this, this moment. This was a, uh, an organization that obviously, and they had very good things like oh, a hotel stay here or a trip here or you know, big money things. And I, do you remember the venue? Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it seemed to be um, a ballroom some small, thing. yeah, a ballroomish kind of a place. It wasn't a theater or a club. Certainly, it was more of a, a ballroom with tables set up, and and it just was the thing was I could not remember. Anytime I'd say something off of it, a joke, I forgot. What were the objects? The number, and and there were things up there that I'd say, oh, great hostels, tell stay here, hopefully, and then oh, it was right. like, what we were at three hundred? What was that? Two hundred? And <laughs> And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. Like, what were the what, how, how did. Yeah. How, like, I wouldn't know how to do it, especially as a comedian. Yeah. You know, like you're you're, you're you assume that you're being uh, told to auction to bring your comic stylings to the auction. process. Yeah. But in fact, you would be. Uh, so you say you would lose, you know, you'd forget how definitely that was the key thing. Yeah. Because I'd say something and I go, what was it again? And, and also, I didn't know how long to keep at it. Like, is OK, should I just stop and move on? Or, and it was like pleading, like, all right, come on, really. Come on. Somebody, you know, and uh, they have a style like 101, 100 twice. 
And I didn't really pick that up. <laughs> Maybe towards the end, I started doing it. But that's the key. You got to do the 100 once, 100 twice. Pause. <laughs> you know, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> there was no training, by the way. They didn't say, okay, Scott, you're going to be doing no, this stand-up. We know you know how to do. But we're going to do a three-week training so you get it down. At least three, three weeks. Yeah. I mean, those guys, that's their right. life thing. Like their apprentice, their dad was an auctioneer, their grandfather was. And they start out as kids. They don't learn uh, uh, um, horsey. They go, horsey. <laughs> Even as kids, they're yeah. trained uh, to speak very yeah. fast. Hey, mom, I like some cereal. <laughs> Five-year-olds, they're, 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 you know, obviously those are the genius yeah, yeah. Who, who are, uh, you know, precocious. But, Scotty, <laughs> how hard could it be? That's, that is that's a great the new, name of yeah. this show, of yeah. this segment. How hard could it be? Like, I could just see the letters coming up on the scene. Boop, boop, yeah, and I, it, yeah, so, I have such profound, great respect for what they do because it really is a whole, yeah. Yeah, you got to keep the interest. Now, now you oh, have yeah. respect. Like before, I, I didn't sit around respecting yeah, I didn't disrespect them, I but do. I felt like, that's nice. No, I never but did an auction. Yeah, they I never do did. their thing, but I'm going to do it my way and it'll be the same. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not. And uh, you know, so... But but so 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 I mean just the idea that you you know you've done your set and your set went yeah, well. Yeah, so that part say, was right? fine and everything went well. That and, would suck oh, I'll just keep well. doing that. And then you had to yeah. See so if I just kept that and you know and I did get laughs I guess about certain things, but that's not the goal. While you were an yeah, auctioneer, but nobody wants to say, oh, that. we love the laugh the line you used about that that we didn't get anywhere near the money we wanted for it, but that was a good line. No, that doesn't doesn't yeah. apply anymore. So. Uh, it's no. all about how much money you get. No, they just want good money, and then and then you you okay, and then we're up to three hundred, three hundred, and then you were you were begging. Well, come on, four hundred. Well, then it'd be like three hundred, and uh, perhaps this hotel could be something. Okay, uh, what was it? Three? What did I say? Three hundred? What was it? Two hundred? <laughs> and so it slows it down a little bit at that point. Um, yeah. So in other words, when you said perhaps this whole hotel could be something, that was a proxy for Oh, yeah. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, whatever it was. Right. Which you can't cre- no, recreate no, that key, moment. No, the takeaway is that just by doing the line, even if it got a, a laugh, it, it made me yes. lose my place and it why I was there. Place, you go back to, okay, so 200, 200. Oh, wait. And they go, no, it's 300. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. 300. So did, they, did you get heckled? Uh, as I mean, do auctioneers get No, heckled? they were supportive and they wanted, you know. But but I could imagine. So that was a good oh, group. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine being a heckle like like an auctioneer. You know, oh, you know, like he's too slow, lost his you know fastball. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of over the hill auctioneer and 40, 40, 40. And people go talk so faster, high, yeah. raise it higher. 40, it's too low, too low. And that's yeah, the raise worst. Raise it higher. But no, they were supportive, and I think they were in on the joke, and they kind of helped. helped. They didn't. They no, didn't they said, "Oh, I think they're helping me out with that." And maybe uh, there was some sympathy, so we got some good so, numbers because of that. But uh, clearly. Well, I, I think that's the real heartwarming heart yeah. of the story. They could have heckled you. They could, it would have been a hilarious part of your story if you if you said that they had heckled. You. I would I would if I could it, it, I would add, add that, yeah. that to yeah. your story that, that they heckled the auctioneer because that's hilarious. I, I've never heard that. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, that, yeah. Uh, other than that, it's an amazing story. That's the only thing I would add. To yeah, that yeah. Anecdote. Well, one guy in the back. The rest I could say is, one guy in the back to make it more real. Start yeah. heckling like. And so now I'm getting heckled. I'm an auctioneer, and I did great as a yeah. comic. But my, they're saying it's talk faster. Don't forget which which number. Yeah, we were get the number on. higher. You go, don't go yeah. lower. Like you were actually saying you're well, going I would lower forget by mistake. Was, yeah. 20, yeah. 20. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, they were yeah, make the bid higher, get the bid. Yeah, so no, that yeah. didn't uh, didn't happen. But 
So was it awkward afterwards when you were when you met with the uh, people who were sponsoring? I think, again, it was all a sense of fun. I mean, and I think it managed. I think this was maybe one case where it didn't really matter. It was a good group. They they knew why. If I why did it matter? So the stakes weren't high enough yeah. for this. I th- that's another thing. I think I would make the stakes higher. Well, I think episode. it should be a Sotheby's so where that, it should go for like $50 million Yeah, and we're but, getting like 25000 Something like that. Or you're going to rebuild a hospital, yeah. something like that. You know, it's all going to be donated to very, very, very right. important Yeah, this was cause. fun, nice and thing. So, hey, you get a trip to yeah. here. You get tickets to the Rangers and the Knicks. You know, it was all nice. I think, this, but that's that's all you need. Yeah. So that that's the thing. If, if if it's oh everything was fine, then you, you you in a way you've taken the air out of your anecdote. So yeah. I would I would say at the end, just as an anecdote expert yes. that I am, and again, I'm not charging for this advice, but uh, normally I would charge 150. Yeah, well, that's no, well worth it. Yeah, well, uh, uh, um, I I think maybe I should be charging more. We'll start with that, and then you'll see because it really is a. Price. I think that. you're the only one doing yeah. it, so really, you could set, I'm the, the only one doing set your it. own race. Why. But uh, no, you're right, Tommy. Yeah, I just don't want to gouge yeah. people. You know, I don't want people to come to me desperate with it with an anecdote that needs to be repaired yeah. immediately. And I'm like, well, it's going to cost you. You know, if you cost, you yeah, know, you know yeah. that type. Well, of maybe thing. last be, minute things you could be... jack it up a little bit. You know, uh, you know. But if they like, give two days notice, then maybe you could keep it at start with the one fifty. <laughs> Right, right. Well, for for our listeners, though, you're getting they're getting a free uh, well uh, tutorial uh, on exactly as, every, everything is free. That's the beauty. Skills. And Tommy, I want to end on something else free. This is something which is on we've never done before. If you remember in our early days doing this podcast, we when I got my last Nobel Prize email, there was a quiz at the end, and I think if our listeners remember, I got it right, you got it wrong, and I had to talk you down. From worrying that you would never win the Nobel Prize because you got the quiz wrong. So now, Tommy, I could stop there and say, when we the one time we did it, I got it right. Time I get it wrong, but I'm, I see it here. We're gonna do it to close the show and let the chips fall wow. where they may. So here we go. Wow. Here's the question, oh my gosh. Tommy. This is butterflies. the Nobel yeah. Prize butterflies has been mission. awarded since 1901. Since the start, there are some years when prizes have not been awarded. For example. World War I, 1914 to 1918, and two, 1939 to 1945. So which prize category has awarded most prizes during the years? Make a guess and click to submit your answer. Now, the choices are literature, chemistry, or physics. Literature, chemistry, or physics. Which one has been awarded the most during those years? Wow. The pressure is, Scotty, if I were... I could not feel more pressure if I was in a 1950s quiz show, uh, quiz show yeah. inside a a, a, pre, a, a a plexiglass soundproof uh, uh, booth, sweating. And they turn the fan <laughs> off. It's just so you sweat more on camera and the audience is waiting for my answer. Scotty, I can, I can do no more than to guess and say it's literature. Well, Tommy, uh, I'm, I'll give my answer. I also said literature, and I'll tell you this, Tommy, actually since 1901, 113 Nobel Prizes in literature have been awarded, 112 in chemistry, but 114 in physics. And actually, I was thinking physics too, and also literature was the first guess, and I always feel like that's never the right answer. Well, literature is the, uh, exactly, and literature in a way is such a, 
it's such a bogus thing because it's the uh, it's it's the one category that's distinctly different from the other two. So uh, it, it, in a way, I felt like that was almost a trap. Right, but, but I went I went for it anyway. I worry yeah. now, Scotty. That's two in a row. Well, for me, no. But I think the plus and, positive is this, Tommy. I'm glad that we both got it wrong because, frankly, had I said physics, and I was thinking physics for a minute, uh, that could have put you mm -hmm. into a tailspin. What what with the Amy Coney. Uh, yeah, uh, you know the judicial, the Supreme Court thing, and everything else. Yeah. So I'm glad now we're on. I yeah. think just even Stephen, we're yeah, on. Uh, I, you know, we're both, and I think the <laughs> Nobel people. After we've devoted podcast of a podcast to those wonderful folks, there's no way that they'll hold it against yeah. us that we got the quiz and the email wrong. You know, <laughs> and that'll be funny, Tommy. I we've got our I, speech. I, I, we've got the opening lines of our speech when we do win. I think we're the first people ever to win a Nobel that got the quiz wrong in the email you sent. Big laugh. Oh into applause <laughs> and then we're on our way <laughs> huge lap we've oh, won yeah. them over and then whatever else we say oh, yeah. they'll be on our side <laughs> that's a great great open well that's another thing scotty which we we need to be on top of our game we need to have the the acceptance yeah. speech written and, and and that's and that's gone a long way you know because the hardest part of the acceptance speech is the opening line yeah. and the closing line the rest of yeah. it is pretty, yeah. you know, standard. Well, but then you and, say booking uh, the venue so, for the part after party. So, which yeah. is first? Again, a lot of people say, "Don't you shouldn't you have your speech right now." Got to get the venue. So, yeah, got to get the venue nailed down, and then, and then, but definitely, it's important to to do the things that you know that result in winning yeah. the, the Nobel Prize. That, that let's no, not no, no, that's part of it certainly. Too. And again, we're relieved that yeah. we didn't win it this this year. Uh, and we're the only people not to big we open up the email live on the air and we didn't get it. Uh, but we're hopeful we salute all the winners <laughs> and uh, we're going to get to work booking the venue. So we'll be ready next year. Yeah. Yeah. That, Scotty, what a, what a positive note well, you've left us on uh, for today. I, 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 I just uh, I don't even want to say anything because I don't want to. <laughs> Jeez, well, we'll leave it at that then, Tommy. And and I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.